Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One of the uh, things that did stick out for me was, of course, the alcohol tax. That was set to uh, go up on April 1st, uh, and I do believe that was just over 6% uh, increase, uh, uh, 6.3% increase, and now it'll be reduced down to a 2% increase. So you still will be paying more as of April 1st, but it's not as much uh, as we had originally thought. Joining us now is Jeff Guinard, president of Able BC, which is the BC's Alliance of Beverage Licensees. Jeff, thank you for joining us. No, it's my pleasure. Um, how do you feel about this? I, I, heard, <laughs> I heard the announcement. I go, it's kind of like getting mugged, and the robber gets 100 bucks, but he hands you 20 bucks back. Hey, really, sorry, I got to go. <laughs> you know, so what are your yeah, thoughts on yeah. this? <laughs> well, the good news is today is instead of having the largest tax increase on alcohol in the past four decades, uh, the federal government listened to industry, and they came up with a much more logical approach here. And we're only going to go up to cap it at 2% this year. So the, this liquor tax, these excise duties we pay, we, we've had to pay those every year. Those are something that manufacturers of alcohol pay in, in, um, here in Canada. But when the index did those to inflation back in 2017, that didn't seem like a big deal going up a percent to two every year. But 6.3% right now, that's just far too much for businesses to pay. I mean, you know how our industry's been struggling to come out of the pandemic. And we, we just didn't have the money. And we were worried about putting prices up for consumers as well. So... Really good news for industry today, and it's going to save us about $45 million overall, which is incredible. And when you, in, in regards to the announcement, though, I mean, the, the escalator tax is brought in. So it's a one-time yeah. tax where you discuss it in, in, in the House of Commons. It's passed. It was automatically, so there's essentially an automatic increase every year, which you don't have to yeah. debate. You don't have to talk about it. Just gets, uh, it just increases unless the industry brings up the issue. Are you still okay mm-hmm. with this automatic escalator tax then with the cost, uh, with the, with the, with going up with the cost of inflation? Well, it's difficult to conceive that Parliament is choosing not to look at the numbers every year. I mean, that's one of the core responsibilities of our democracy. Mm-hmm. But from our perspective, the, the first thing you have to do is stop the bleeding here. So by saying we were going to give you, our industry, the largest tax increase in 40 years made no sense. So the first job was, let's get a cap on that to something more reasonable. Uh, and now I can imagine we're going to be spending some time over the next year talking about what a more logical formula might be looking forward. As soon as the escalator came in in 2017, and that's when the federal government said we should index inflation to, or sorry, index the excise duties to inflation, uh, industry had concerns about that. We, we brought up this scenario. We're like, well, what if inflation goes crazy? Uh, and at the time, government just, you know, wasn't paying too much attention to it. But then when it came to 6.3% this year, you can imagine a whole industry coming out of the pandemic with all the cost increases we've experienced. I mean, our, our budgets have gone up the same way. Our budgets have gone up with your grocery budget and gas and insurance. It just felt like too much, so we're we're happy for this app, but there is more work to do to get the right solution for the future. Mm-hmm. And just for our listeners, that that, that alcohol tax increase impacts uh, spirits, wine, and and of course beer. That's right. Uh, um, Everything. Yeah. So Jeff, I want I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to understand in the Canadian Taxpayers Federation did a little survey. They took 125 bucks, and mm-hmm. they picked up I guess two bottles of wine, 24 pack of beer, and a 26 ounce bottle of whiskey. Uh, based on their assessment, that $125 that you spend, $76 of that 
uh, just yeah. goes to tax. Why are we so taxed when it comes to alcohol in this country? And to give me a sense of how, compare that to other countries. Yeah, so British Columbia in particular has some of the highest taxes, markups, and fees on alcohol anywhere in North America. So the way to think of it, though, is excise tax is one of many taxes that are paid. That's paid by the producer. And then provincial governments, for example, here in British Columbia, the D.C. government makes $1.5 billion every year off of alcohol. And that's taxes, markups, and a whole bunch of stuff that goes into the price before a retailer or a pub or a bar even buys it. And then when we sell it, we have to put on, you know, margins so that you can afford to pay for our staff and our insurance and make a profit for the owner. So at the end of the day, uh, yeah, we have very expensive liquor prices as it is already. So adding in, you know, an inflationary increase and getting up to 6.3% on the federal portion of the excise tax was just going to be compounded through that entire system. As for why we've chosen to do this, you'll notice that um, every province in Canada does it a bit differently. And um, it's not something that we're happy with because we have to pass those off to consumers and it's certainly something government could look at, but it's a lot of money and they could spend on a lot of other social programs and things that governments need as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I, I don't uh, for a moment, question there are some implications of alcohol, of course, the repercussions, people don't drink responsibly, can lead to accidents, sure. that impacts our health care, um, you know, law enforcement, courts, all those things do cost money and sometimes they are the repercussions of people not using uh, alcohol and drinking responsibly and I do understand that. And, and distribution of alcohol is still controlled by by the provincial government, and it is lucrative for them or for taxpayers. Uh, in yes. regards to moving forward here, um, when I look at this industry, uh, I still see us paying a lot of money as consumers to, for yeah. drinking beer, drinking wine, and spirits compared to other nations. Is there ever a yeah. time you can see where we can streamline this or at least make it easier for people? Like I'm, I'm not here encouraging everybody to drink, but it is one of those things that people do enjoy in life with a glass of wine after, you know, with dinner and all that. It's just, it's getting so expensive to the point where you kind of wonder, like, why is it so expensive when you can go just across the border and pick up a, a much cheaper bottle of wine, beer, alcohol, or you go to other nations, even highly mm-hmm. taxed nations like France and Italy and the UK, and they're still paying less than we are. Yeah, it's very true. There's a few things about that. And I guess the first one to say, I mean, that's entirely why an association like ABLE exists, right? I mean, we're out there trying to fight for our businesses to ensure that they're paying a reasonable cost so we don't have to charge consumers more. And I, I absolutely know that, you know, British Columbians, when they travel down to the United States, they look at the different tax and markup system and they get the same or a comparable product for significantly less in those jurisdictions. And I, I absolutely find that frustrating as well. And you can even go to a different province sometimes and find the exact same bottle for significantly less than what you have here in BC. One of the other frustrations I have is going back to the excise duties is, you know, yes, we've succeeded in getting the federal government to do something more logical here, but this is happening today, which is March 28th, for a price increase that was set to be implemented on April 1st, so in three days. Every single liquor manufacturer, producer in British Columbia has already submitted their prices to the liquor distribution branch, the people that we buy alcohol from, the mm-hmm. pubs and bars and liquor stores. They have to submit them 30 or 60 days in advance. So all of those tax increases and excise duties increases are already baked into the price you're going to pay for this month. So now businesses have to make a decision how to manage that. Do we you know, increase prices for this month so we can lower them next month? Uh, and the manufacturers are kind of in the same boat as well. They've ended up how do they how do they adjust that in a timely manner so that consumers don't end up paying the price for it? So, lots of work still to do, uh, and this is uh, this is what we do every day. <laughs> I know you do. What well, is good news? I mean, it's still a two percent increase, but it's not six point three. So, you know what? That's yeah. a win, and I'll take it. Jeff, thank you. It's my pleasure, Jess. Have a great day.